Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the Nerd Herd Comic Book Club. Your number one stop for stellar reviews of volumes, arcs or stories that us or yourselves choose. You can find us live every Wednesday on YouTube, Facebook and Twitch and the replay on all podcast networks. Take a seat, get yourselves and your opinions ready as it's time to join the herd. But first, please put your hands together for your hosts, Shane, Phil and Scott as they kick off this week's discussion. Good evening, welcome all to another episode of the greatest book review club podcast there's ever been in any whatever anywhere do i start that again <laughs> yeah maybe we should. so listen if, if you're listening on the podcast we are watching live you've heard my voice first which means one thing it's going to be a great book tonight because i only pick great books no 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 okay <laughs> come on guys and my name is phil as per usual i am joined by my buddies here i've got scott from scott shelf shumai everyone how you doing thanks for joining and Shane from Dawn of Comics. Ahoy hoy. I almost got you wrong. Just literally said your name, Dawn of Cosmic. <laughs> I got really confused there for a second. Uh, so thanks for joining us live tonight. The folks are in the chat. Uh, again, if you're listening to the podcast, on this episode, we are going to be uh, discussing and reviewing the fantastic uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider from 2018. Uh, this was written by Donny Cates, art by Dylan Burnett, and colors by Antonio Fabella. So yeah, that is what we are reading tonight. And ten out of ten all around, I assume tonight, of course. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Let's go. Done. Yeah. Quick before show. Go, yeah. <laughs> before we uh, go into synopsis and uh, see what we thought about the book, we'll just check out who is in the chat tonight. Um, so the Funky Gibbons is in Heidi Ho. Blue Sonic is keeping up his streak, even and all. Uh, Triple G Comics is asking, is this where all the cool kids hang out? Yes. yes. This is where all the cool kids hang out. As Blue Sonic says, that's why we're here. Uh, Cable's Lost Son. Hi, guys. How are you all doing? Thank you for joining. Um, I think that is up. Who's new? And we have Connie. Hi-oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and co comics versus the world, Ethan. All looking forward to watching this one back tomorrow. Looking forward to you watching this one back as well. And uh, yeah, I think we're all kind of up to date. And Chris from off my shells has jumped in as well. Over hey, just to let everyone else know who you are in the chat uh, tonight, that we will be selecting the herd's choice. So whatever book we will be reading this for for next week, you guys decide. So get your thinking caps on. And then the show will just let you know when to start listing your books. We'll do the little spinny wheel thing and then we'll pick a book. Hopefully and, a good and one. And can I say, next Wednesday is my birthday, so please make it a good one. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> to be fair, even if it wasn't your birthday, please make it a good one. We don't need <laughs> Scott only picks bad books on this podcast. That's true. That's Sorry, true. Scott. We love you. That's right. That's fine. That's what I'm here for. Yeah, uh, Andy from Perpetual Comics has jumped in. Ethan Nerd Heard. Hi, mate. So yeah, uh, as I mentioned, we are reading the Cosmic Ghost Rider, and uh, I suppose the synopsis for the book is really simple and straightforward. It's it's grand. There's no time travel whatsoever. Frank Castle, 
I know. Frank Castle, the Punisher, he dies. He then becomes makes a deal with Mephisto the Devil, becomes the Ghost Rider. He, he then makes a deal with Galactus to get the part Cosmic, becomes the Cosmic Ghost Rider. He then dies at the hands of Thanos, goes to Valhalla, and Valhalla and Odin and everyone else just can't stick him. He doesn't like it. He feels it's unfair that he's in heaven, given all the things he's done. So he agrees to be sent back at a time of his choosing, and he chooses to go back at a time when Thanos was a baby, with the idea that he could bring an end to, or well, not even bring an end to, to not allow all that misery that Thanos brought upon everybody and kill baby Thanos. So nothing, none of that stuff would happen. But of course, that all goes to plan. And he uh, decides not to kill him because he can't kill a baby. And he decides to raise him as one of his own and see if he can maybe change his ways. But of course, there are drastic and uh, traumatic consequences to those actions as well. So that's the synopsis. Shall we uh, get stuck into this? 100%. Scott, do you, do you want to kick us off? Yeah, of course. So this, uh, the way you kind of explained the synopsis is how I was trying to explain what was happening in this book to a guy I work with. Uh, I told him we were talking about this book today and he was like, what happens? Tell me. And I told him. And reading this book is mental. Yeah. Trying to describe this book to someone makes it sound even more mental and crazier than it actually is. Um, I think especially the part where Cable and the Guardians of the Galaxy comes in uh, with the kind of like merged, uh, you know, characters. And then the whole, uh, what was it, side step or step one, step from one or whatever it was. Or slide, yeah, slide from one. And uh, you know when he just kept bringing in more and more Avengers and stuff from the from the future to try and kill him, it it was just all a bit mental, wasn't it? And then obviously the 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 fact that anyone thought to go, hmm, let's center a story around baby Thanos. Uh, it just it all just it just sounds insane. But you know the art. I was I was a big fan of it. It reminded me of uh, you know Daniel Warren Johnson, yeah. the guy who did uh, Beat a Ray Bill. He's done Murder Falcon, uh, and he's done plenty of other stuff I can't think of right now. And uh, it was I was getting that kind of vibe, and I'm a big fan of his art anyway. So mm-hmm. to see this, I know it wasn't Daniel Warren Johnson doing it, but it was uh, very pleasing for me to look at and to read. Yeah, it's. Uh... Like we had discussed during the week about Daniel Warren Johnson, and the reason why it was brought up was because I too have the same vibes from this. This is yeah. definitely the same vibes as Daniel Warren Johnson, and uh, I thought it was terrific. The uh, only just... thing about that was I was expecting the level of detail that we see on the covers, and then we get what we get in the book. Not that I'm complaining, but I was a bit surprised. Do you, do you mean that like some of the art could be a bit rushed, maybe like a bit? Well, no, they're just completely different styles, aren't they? So, yeah. like you know, you see the cover, um, and it's lovely, it's crisp, it's really defined, loads of detail, and it's beautiful. And then we get into the book, and then we see what we see in the book, and like you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not disappointed by it. I did enjoy it, but it was a 
oh, okay, I'm reading this kind of art, you know? I just want to refer to a comment, though, because Scott did say that this book was mental, and as Andy from Perpetual said, it is no nameless. He read nameless from last week. Nameless was mental. This was just good fun, but mental. But fun. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I get that. I can agree with that. Oh, this was just stupid, ridiculous, over-the-top fun. Yeah, I think fun is the only word you could, because it's, it's a nothing story, is it? I mean, it circles right round and everything goes back to normal at the end. So yeah. <laughs> it's just a pointless, fun romp. It's just, it's dead. A romp, I like It's a good way to describe <laughs> it. A pointless, fun romp. But yeah, it's just, it's de he's Deadpool in this book. Um, from the way he talks, to the way he acts, to the way he fights. It's just, I'm, I'm really surprised you like this and you don't like Deadpool, because this is what, future Deadpool books are like. I haven't read them yet, have I? No, Phil. Like, Phil but... really hated Deadpool, yet he mm. likes this, which is just Deadpool in space with Ghost Rider Silver Surfer powers. <laughs> in my defense of Deadpool, I've only really read Deadpool, apart from the one we covered in the Nerd Herd, I've only ever read Deadpool in other books and haven't liked the, his cameo rules as such. But whenever this character first came out, like that, this was the one that I had just started collecting single issues and I just started discovering Donny Cates and I was all in on this. So obviously reading the kind of the run from the start and the character from the start, I was all in. So maybe if Deadpool had been around, or I had been around reading comics when Deadpool came out, it might have been the same. But the constant ghostwriter would kick Deadpool's ass. Oh, absolutely. But Deadpool would just come back again and again and again. So it would be an endless yeah. cycle. And I would, I yeah. would read that. Oh, gotcha. I mean, I really like the character of Punisher, Dead Punisher, Ghost Rider slash Silver Surfer. I mean, what's not to like? Is three awesome characters, Hulk word smashed into one. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> I was definitely a big fan of that. Uh, yeah, as a combination, it was really cool. I loved the like the red chain. I loved like when he had Baby Thanos strapped to him in like the little baby harness and he's riding yeah. his bike. I thought that was fantastic. And he had him chained to him in the bar so he couldn't wander off. I thought that was adorable. Like art is absolutely atrocious. It's disgusting. I mean, this art should never be seen by a human being, but the story is so much fun. Yeah. I just want to refer to a comment from Off My Shales. Um, he did say it was a proper cosmic caper fun of ridiculousness. I read it in the Thanos oversized hardcover and the Thanos wins prequel uh, really adds to the story. And when I was reading this, having read it before, having read Thanos wins, I was thinking, have I dropped the ball here? Should I have picked Thanos wins first? Because Thanos wins is the story where the cosmic ghost writer is born, essentially. And uh, I was worried about you guys thinking, what is this rubbish? Who is this person? Makes no sense. <laughs> but and... then I think Donny Cates really did a good job with the first issue of this, where they kind of do a, the first three pages. It was like four panels on each page, and it was a kind of like a previously on, wasn't it? And uh, I took a screenshot here, um, and here it is. And yeah, so this was the the second and third page of it all. So for me, never having read. Uh, you know Thanos wins or knowing anything at all about this this was a really good way of bringing me up to speed in three pages uh, so, I, yeah. so I was really grateful for that and it was done in a really good way yeah, I, yeah I don't feel like I missed out on anything um, I, I kind of doubt that that story would be half as fun as this because uh, this is just mm. crazy over the top fun 
yeah, Thanos Wins is a more serious uh, book, I suppose, but it's still really, really good, and I'd advise, you know, if you want to read it one day yourself, do it. But, uh, yeah, it's reading not that as... first might change my score on this because if I'm reading <laughs> that and it's all serious and dark and I'm really into it and then I get this slapstick version for volume two, I might be like, oh. It still has some slapstick, but not, again, there's there's more dire consequences, I suppose, in Thanos Wins book that, uh, than there is on this. Um, but yeah, I mean, this, I mean, this book had baby Thanos. <laughs> Getting punched and, in the face. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> the, fun, the funny thing is, as well, I remember at the time, because this came out before Endgame, uh, Avengers Endgame came out, and there's those guys in the cinema who, like, think they really know it all, like, those were, like, snobby nerds, like, know all the characters and all the backstories and all. I hate those guys, but for one second, I was that guy in the cinema, and I, you know, whenever, the, I think it was Rudy, the War Machine, had mentioned going back in time and you know, killing baby Thanos, the end, <laughs> the whole thing. I remember I turned around to, to my wife, and I gave her a nudge. I got that from Cosmic Ghost Rider. And she looks at me, smiling <laughs> and nodding. And yeah, she has no idea what I'm talking about. No idea who that Moves is. Moves over one seat away yeah. from you to pretend yeah. she's not with I you. I don't know this guy. <laughs> yeah. And obviously, they, you know, they, they, they use proper logic when to, you know, determine uh, like timelines and stuff like that in Endgame, I mean. Logic. Yeah, whereas <laughs> here, there's no real logic. It's just... Yeah, because I did think if, if Odin offers you a chance to go to any when you want, why wouldn't you just go back to before your family were murdered and just save them? I feel like he went back to do something that he would still like bitch and moan that his life sucked when he could have just gone back and changed his life. Yes, but... Right? He went then back. He wouldn't have he the went story we had. Plus, he went further back. He went back hundreds, of, like whatever before Thanos. Yeah, but did he think that wouldn't kill his wife? Because Thanos didn't kill his wife. No, but he's he's still <laughs> he's still in that same timeline. So, whatever many years ahead his family get killed, he will be there as the Cosmic Ghost Rider. As if you read along the future, um, Cosmic Ghost Rider stories, he is. He then comes up the time up to up to the the present day. Um, can't tell you what happens, of course, no spoilers here, but he is in the same timeline. But I know what you're saying, he should launch right back to that moment and just stop all the nonsense. But um, the way Thanos wins goes, essentially Thanos kills everybody. And that's why he goes crazy And as the Cosmic Ghost Rider, because there's nobody on Earth. So he's just driving around Earth for like millennium with nothing to do, no one to talk to, and goes crazy. And that's so, why you get we... this kind of difference between Frank Castle, who's like a a soldier and a kind of cool, calculated, cold-hearted killer. This slapstick uh, type of type of character because he goes mental because he's no one to talk to for millions of years. Right. Okay. Maybe that should that bit should have been on the uh, previously on panels. <laughs> yeah, it it was just not in the page of pucks. There was a third. No, page. but the kind of description you were. Oh yeah. You know, okay. The, the, That's the, fair. The, the kind of snapping and. Having no one to talk to and just because because I was wondering because you know Frank Castle the Punisher as a character is very serious very dark very you know uh, motivated person and and then yeah we do get a Deadpool esque kind of personality going on like I enjoyed it a lot of swearing which was you know it was just it was a bit of a laugh and the stuff they were com- coming up with was funny uh, but because I knew this was Frank Castle I was like why isn't he serious? But that, now that you've said that, uh, clears it up for me. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think because 
over the last year, well, not even like the last year, two years, maybe more, I tend to pick fights with people who diss the book. <laughs> like I, I'm not defensive of of this book, and one of the the main gripes people do have is that Assassin Frank Castle, that's like the Punisher. He's too he's too comedic. It's like yeah, but he goes insane. Like you're missing a, a crucial part of this character development. He's you know goes completely insane. Then, That's why we get what we get. But then he stops being the character of the Punisher altogether, doesn't he? So if you wanted to create this new this version of this character, why did he have to be the Punisher? Why couldn't he have been a new character with Ghost Rider's power and Silver Surfer's power? Because the Punisher part doesn't really add anything to it. Yeah, well, he's not if you're not going to have that series. Well, yeah, exactly. So he doesn't need to be in the trio, yeah. like I know you added mean. that just for an extra. It's, it's, I mean, I think it's one of those things that you, you, you know you take things too seriously. This is just a good bit of fun, and to touch on the Deadpool thing as well, the Deadpool comparison is that we all know and agree that Deadpool was completely milked, you know, because his popularity kind of dictated. We'll put Deadpool and everything. We'll do loads of Deadpool books. We'll do all these movies and blah blah blah. To the point where it just people got bored of it. I think she and you were one of those as well. Where with this this character, I think the worry was going to be the same that they were going to put this in everything and then ruin it. Yeah. But they've stopped. There's not you know they've just done it. They've done a few, a few different books and then they've stopped completely. So does he still exist or has he gone back to being? He still exists, please. He's not. He's not relevant. He's not. There's no book. He's appeared in the odd little thing himself, but nothing noteworthy. Um, an actual fun fact with Donny Cates, he didn't mean for this to be a big character. He oh. couldn't help it. He just he wanted to do this kind of like silly nonsense idea. And I mean, even if you look at the character design, they're taking the piss a wee bit because you know I think it was Todd McFarlane says kids love chains, you know. So you look at this character, they've got the big kind of uh, Legion of Doom shoulder pads, you've got the big kind of sh- like chains around them and stuff. Like that's always a bit of fun for them. And they didn't mean for this character to take off as it did. But it, it, people were, were, were hooked on him and I was one of them. I can see why he's, he's really fun. But I like that kind of thing because I was a Deadpool fan. So mm. I could see myself, if he, if he stays like this, like I, if he's too serious, I don't know if I would enjoy him. But as this version, so much fun to read. But with like when art. he shows up, oh, much different art. Any art, but you know, stick figures. I'll, I'll take stick figures over this. This was <laughs> dreadful. Did you see the faces. Oh, yeah, mate, I really didn't. I really didn't mind it. I really didn't mind this at all. I, although, I, th- I yeah, think it's suited don't read this. Peter Ray Bill. Don't read that. Yeah, I think <laughs> it suited the aesthetic. I think it was. Um, I mean, I. The problems I I do have some problems with the art, and it is some of the faces. Plus, all the faces at well at times they all seem really long, like stretched out, and even like the 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 writer's the ghost writer's body at times he has this big trunk of a body, and then little skinny legs and skinny arms. And it didn't look right at times, yeah. but I, I I I could see past that, and I was happy with that. I just well, want to catch up on some comments, if that's all right. Yeah. Just because I've completely let it run away from me. Um, Scott was getting a bit of stick here saying, Connie was saying, this is definitely easier to follow than Nameless. It definitely was. <laughs> Why is Triple that me G- getting stick? We all read the book, like, all because I chose it. <laughs> yeah, we had, the re- we had the read the book. We all had the read the book. Uh, Triple <sighs> G Comics, Pointless Fun Romp was his nickname at school. Nice. Well, Cheers, uh, Where are we? 
and there's the grain amongst themselves. Thanos wins 13 to 18, sets up the mini series. And uh, Connie, I really like Baby Thanos, the bit where he's holding the pint and goes, Yucky, they tell me more about murder. Actually, yeah. me laugh. That was good. Now, that was what is hilarious. this murder you speak yeah. of? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think we're up to date. I'm going to another one here. I think it was just a, just for a fun factor, as I was a, it was a mystery for a bit of who he was and when he was revealed after the. Re- I was sorry again. I think it was just for a fun factor, as it was a mystery for a bit who he was. Then he was revealed. If the reveal was a new character, it wouldn't have impacted as much as oh my god, it's Frank Castle. And I suppose that's right because yeah. the, the first few issues of Thanos wins, you don't know what's Frank Castle. Right. I just think who is this guy? Yeah, hmm. and this is going to come up, and it's going to come up. We know it is. Thanos turned up in the Punisher shirt, showing him the future was great. Hello, Dad, and that brings us on brilliantly to our our pages. Let's yeah. go ahead, and we will start with Shane because Shane, you did pick this. Of go course, ahead. what other page was I going to pick? Thanos rocking up. Dressed as Punisher, going, hello, Dad. It's like, oh, come on now. Yeah. See, um, <clears throat> as much as I dislike the art in this book, Thanos was done well, and so was Cosmic Ghost Rider when he was in, like, when he had the helmet on and stuff, it was mm. fine. But Thanos's face isn't terrible. It's the only face in the book that isn't terrible. All the humans, absolutely atrocious. It's, it's probably not that hard to draw a purple oval with a chin. Well, yeah, I mean, he's like no. 70% chin, isn't he? Yeah. Like 30% face. <laughs> or as uh, Star-Lord says, that ball sack of a chin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but how cool does he look? Like, he's even got the white gloves on. Like, it's the proper retro yeah. Punisher. It's yeah. fantastic. It's one of those ones that, if no one had to pick this page, I was always going to pick it because it had to be included tonight because it's fantastic. And this was a real laugh-out-loud moment for me. I don't know about you guys. You turn that page and you just see him. It's like, holy yeah. shit. It's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, and it makes complete sense. I mean, he's raised them. You know, he, he raised baby Thanos. This is obviously a future of Thanos. Um, and he's he's raised him. He's going to be like this. It was great. Loved it. It was, it was awesome. Yeah. yeah. It was a surprise, but it was, you know, you I was surprised. But when you see it, you're like, I, I get that. Right. This makes sense, you know. But it was still really cool to see. Thanos in the Punisher get-up, you know? It was really cool. Yeah. Oh, look at this. For everyone on the podcast, uh, <gasps> Phil is showing us his Thanos... What earth is that? 18138 uh, pop, where he Thanos is wearing a Punisher outfit. Yeah, that's awesome, mate. Yeah. It had to make an appearance. And Frank did raise him, right? I mean, the world was perfect. He did a really good job. <laughs> well, that's the, the world that... I want to live in. Only the people who like you know, Do, are good, yeah. That's exactly who, how the world follows the the rules, yeah. In terms of yes, one hundred percent. You follow the rules, you get to live in paradise. You don't. You live in the slums. That's exactly how the world should but work. They were being punished. They were being punished. Yeah, but he wasn't killing them. It was, they could be. They could choose to be good. They chose to live down there. He said they chose not to be good and live in the paradise that he had created. So there you go. That's ex- only he's a good guy. Would say I'm, with I'm a tyrannical. Team, <laughs> no, I'm always team Thanos. Even the snap, he wasn't a bad guy. He was just misunderstood. <laughs> it's one of those things. It's like where where the villains have such a good logic that you know the good people, you know, us as the readers and whatever, just go. You know what? Maybe maybe he's got a little yeah. bit of a point. 
maybe, maybe yeah. just a little bit of a point. And I get that. Um, so, yeah. But that's what makes Thanos a likable villain in terms... Not likable yeah. in terms of, like... That's why most people like him. Yeah, yeah. Because the, the best villains do tend to have a logical kind of approach or, or ethos. And like, well, if there's half the people in the world, no one's going to starve, for example. Yeah. So it makes sense. And that's why they are as popular as they are. Um, with three more pages uh, that I got, we'll do mine Sweet. and then Scott's and then your action page at the end. Yeah, fine. Yeah, so I picked this. Um, again, oh, this... There's now there's a lot going on in this page, but there was a lot going on in this book, and this is one of the the scenes where uh, Cable kept coming back with a new team every time to try and take down the Cosmic Ghost Rider, and nobody could could manage it, and obviously have all the characters you've got Blade, you've got the Vision, you've got uh, Hulk in the background, Captain America, but one thing I love there's quite a few things I love about this page. But it's the chain that's going round in the big kind of loop. But he just seems to love lopping off people's heads. Oh yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of headless uh heroes in this yeah. scene. And um I thought it was so cool. The use of colours cool. Yes, it's crazy and bonkers. There's so much going on to the point where they can't put loads of detail in the characters, if you know what I mean. Like they're not overly detailed or the yeah, shape's yeah. slightly weird, but I think it really works really well. And uh, of course, you have the three panels where Baby Thanos is seeing everything, yeah. <laughs> and he is learning. This is this is a uh, you know first hand education on how to murder people. So he is watching what a murder is and how to do it effectively. Um, but the thing is, that we make comparisons with Deadpool. Deadpool's in the bottom corner, yeah. bottom left hand corner. I didn't notice that when I was reading. I just saw him just yeah. when you put that up. But I didn't notice it the first time. He's not involved. He's just, I don't know if he's looking up or down, but it's a weird he's angle like doing, for him. I think he's taking a selfie. I think he's, because he's doing the two finger thing. I that's think he's what probably... I, yeah. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Is it a selfie with the, with the piece, you know, the piece saying about it? He's yeah. not involved in the book. So that's like, like a little nod. And obviously everyone's going to compare the Cosmic Ghost Rider to Deadpool. And it's a little, a little nod to that. I thought it was great. I tell you well, what I noticed as well. In the top right, there's two Captain Americas. There's the original with the old shield and the new one with the round shield. <laughs> but they came from the future, so how is there two? Um, <laughs> a wizard did it. <laughs> that's probably one of the smaller things to be asking about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the mentalness yeah. of this book. But what, what I really liked uh, with this page is how... Well, this is how I uh, took it, was the, the chain was kind of, you know, the panel lines you know what i mean the the borders of the panels it was that what was splitting up uh this page because obviously you've got like four or five ghost riders here so uh you know it's using the explosions and you know the oranges and the blues as colors to separate it and then you've got the chain as well to follow uh the kind of uh story of this page like the order of which you know he, he fights all these people but yeah. the one thing i wasn't happy about with this was it was really cool when you have the original team at the at the beginning of this with you know you had cable uh captain marvel who was actually uh kamala khan uh, you had iron groot you had Juggerduck, and you had uh, jubilee as well and uh they were all kind of apart from jubilee and uh cable all the others were kind of cool kind of uh, combinations of characters when they they were merged you yeah. know amalgamations of characters but it didn't happen 
after that team. They just went to normal heroes that we all know who they are. And I was hoping that, you know, when they did bring more, I was like, oh, are these going to be combinations of people? But they weren't. And that let me down a little bit. But this is still a really cool page to look at. For I hadn't thought about that. Obviously, we love the. Oh, I love the, the Jugger Duck as you did, Scott, yeah, because yeah. that's your name for tonight's show. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I hadn't really thought about the kind of the combinations. But saying that, like some of the costume designs are slightly different. So maybe, uh, you know, there are some characters in there that, that like even like Spider Man looks really different for some reason. I don't know why his costume looks different. So yeah. there's possi- possibly there's maybe different characters in amongst there but they just don't explain mm. that spider-man looks like a female actually that's what i was gonna that, say that, that's what i was thinking because obviously the kind of the, the outline of the kind of you know the blue boobs the, yeah yeah, boobs, yeah. <laughs> you can <laughs> say boobs it's not a naughty word <laughs> i don't want to offend anybody um yeah that was my page um i'll run on to, to scott's before i run away with the comments again scott <laughs> So this was in issue five. This is in the final issue where the uh, Ghost Rider and Thanos is uh, is fighting in the in the in this punishment city, and for me this had everything that I was liking about this book uh, in terms of the art. And uh, as a big like anime fan, this gave me massive anime vibes, uh, especially with that top panel as well, with the kind of I don't know Kamehameha style uh style move there just blowing thanos away and is just absolutely awesome you know the kind of blurred lines uh you know just to show how much movement and stuff there is it's just it's just such a cool and active page i just loved it i i actually really like the the bottom panel and i don't know why like better for me it's just it's just the lines that were used and you know, it's actually the, the the city block or the downtown or whatever, and you see the buildings kind of touching the crumbling and this big boom as well. It's, it's really cool. Yeah. The third yeah. panel in the middle, though, kind of makes him look like a clown. Yeah, it reminds me yeah. of the clowns from from Nameless from last week, just a different color. <laughs> they, were, they were they were blue last week, weren't they? Yeah. It's, yeah. But yeah, great page. Ahoy, hoy, podcast listeners! Shane here. I just wanted to separate you from the herd for a second to let you know that you can now email the show at theweeklynerdherd at gmail.com. If you want to share your thoughts on this or any of the books we've read so far, or if you'd like to suggest a book for us to read on our viewers pick, all you have to do is email us at theweeklynerdherd at gmail.com. Now, back to the herd. So Scott, I want you to talk about this page while I just check the comments here before I know what so yeah, this was something else I wanted to talk about with the art as well. Just just a, a little example of the kind of actions and the movements in uh, in 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 this story. This was from the first issue, like one of the first. I think it was like the fifth or sixth page, and I just liked how I just like the the inclusion of all these lines just to show movement. And it's a really simple thing, but it's it's something that I don't really see in many books that I read, and uh, just just to have that kind of it's, it's a simple thing just a line or something to show the direction of something and it's so simple but for me it really uh helped me follow the movement of what was yeah. going on i think we've complained a few times about the lack of movement in comic yeah, books yeah. Like, 
I mean, obviously, I know it's a still page. I'm not, <laughs> but you can, like this, you can show movement with just a few lines. Yeah. It just takes away the static look of it so quickly. Yeah. And like that first panel, like the, the guy's face is properly crunched up as well. <laughs> yeah. Like he's got some actual broken bones in there somewhere, I'm sure. It's class. It's stand up. Looks like Street Fighter. That first panel really just reminds me of like guile fighting. <laughs> <Yeah. that> geef? <laughs> just allow me to catch up with the comments. We have Sean from Panels and a Half Pint has weighed in. Evening peeps. Hey, bud. Uh, Tottenham Gaming has also jumped in. Should have had Black Will attack him with her tasers. Where uh, <laughs> uh, are we? Blue Sonic did refer to a great moment in the story, which I didn't see until now. I'm assuming it was the Punisher suit. Yeah. Um, I like all one kind of seen that. And uh, Cable's Lost Son, heroes are always made by a good villain. And I, that's true. Absolutely. Without a good villain, you don't have a good story. Yep. And Connie is saying Kamala Khan has the round shield in this book, does she not? So maybe Cap has the old shield. Yeah, because Kamala Khan does have the round one. That's what I thought. But if you zoom into that panel, that's a guy holding the shield, getting his head decapitated. So. I was like, there's two Captain Americas. I suppose Cable did go back quite a few times, get a different team, and who Falcon? knows what, what timeline. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. That's not explained, so we don't really need to... At the end time of the travel. day, it doesn't really matter. You just go, yeah. time travel. Yeah. Time travel. Interpretation. You <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cable's lost son. He read Secret Wars this week because of your first video and the show was stolen by Doom. We are sorry. <laughs> the less said about Secret Wars, the better, because this is not Secret Wars. This is a million times better yes. than Secret Wars. Um, I'm assuming we're moving on to the writing now a bit more, and uh, the fact that you've mentioned time travel has uh, allowed me to bring up Philip's main gripe with stories like this, and it's the fact that he doesn't like time travel. He's mentioned it with God Butcher. He's mentioned it with God Bomb. He's mentioned it with Dave too. And then when I finished this story, I messaged him on, on our WhatsApp group. And I was like, I thought you didn't like time travel, mate. And he was like, yeah, but I like this time travel. No, I knew you either like I'm... it or you lump it. Okay, so <laughs> what no, is it? <laughs> I knew this would come up. Even when I was reading this book, oh, there's time travel here. Scott and Shane's going to mention this, blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, I love Back to the Future. It's one of my movies. I love, that's one of my movies that defines, defines me. And um, time travel's done really well or really poorly where I lose interest. And here it's done because it's a fun book as well. It's not a serious book. And in all fairness, there's not a lot of time travel. He doesn't time travel himself. You know, he doesn't jump he in a DeLorean or a No, Odin sends him back to a particular point in time. And then after that, Thanos, the older Thanos, comes back in time to re to retrieve him, I suppose. Yeah. But he's not traveling through time. It's not the same. Well, he uses the device at the end to go back and put Thanos back. Yes, but that's, <laughs> that's the correct wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's not, it's not dominated by time travel, you know. It's, the it's whole okay. third issue is just people jumping from the future to come back and fight him. <laughs> okay, I am I am willing to accept and change my mind, and I change my mind from today. I love time travel, and this book does it brilliantly. 
I love. I can't wait to bring this up in the future when you say you don't like time travel. But then I'll just change. I'll just change my mind again. Depends on the book. Okay, right. But the thing about time, and I, I mean, obviously, it doesn't really make sense in terms of, and this is one thing I liked about it, that it doesn't uh, have like a splinter effect. Like if you change something in time, here's a different timeline. Remember, like the the movie Endgame, all these different timelines, whatever else. It seems to kind of just end. Like I think. I think it always happened. Yes, but there was one scene, and they're in a world, and ah, was it? He killed. I can't remember what it was at the minute, but he he was leaving with Baby Thanos, and Baby Thanos says, "Does this mean this timeline's going to end, and they'll they'll all die or fade away?" He says, "Yes, but they'll do so with hope." In other words, this timeline will die once we leave here. So I like the idea. There's nothing left behind. You know, it's happened. You know, there's nothing gonna mess up or have different types of characters and whatever else and, yeah. and obviously then he goes back in time and puts Thanos back in the crib. So it's like it never happened. And it's but, done. Uh, yeah. Settled. Because with that though, they they didn't just like go full circle and end the story. They had Death show up and be like, Yeah, thanks for teaching him how to kill. I needed someone to teach him. So that's implied that he did it the entire time. It's implied that Oh, yeah, this Even is true. in his timeline, he went back and he's the one that trained Thanos. Yeah, thanks for showing him how to kill. You're right. You're 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 yeah. obviously could have been, and uh, that makes sense. But one thing I'll, I'll say about death, I was disappointed. Like, has death ever spoken before? I've always only yeah. ever known death not to speak. Yeah, she like, spoke in Secret Wars too. Oh, did she? I can't remember. I, I blanked that yeah. out. Blocked that, block that one out. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like I always remember like Infinity Gauntlet, like the original Jim Starling book. I never knew that Death spoke. She just kind of stood there with like a stern look at her face, and I can't remember that. But it's it's fine. It's it's no big deal. I still love the book. But it's just one of the things I thought about. I need to bring this up, Scott. Liam, you're best friend. I kind of agree with Phil. That's, what that's okay. Like he is allowed an opinion that's not the same as mine. <laughs> Is he kind though? <laughs> You're right. No, Liam, you take that back. <laughs> kind of agree with Phil in the sense that time travel stories uh, are the best when the science isn't taken too seriously and they just have fun with it. And that's what yeah. this is. And it's the same thing with Back to the Future. Like, you know, you know it doesn't have to make sense or fall in a timeline. Whereas Endgame, I think, went a bit too far to try and, as we talked about earlier on, apply logic to time travel. And then I threw mean, out the window at the end when old man Steve shows up. So, yeah. <laughs> Well, but time travels doesn't happen. If it ha- if it was a thing, we would not know about it because you come back in time and tell us. See, so it's not a thing. So but just then... have, have fun with it. <laughs> but then Phil will only like it some other time. But if you go back in time to tell someone about time travel, then they'll know about time travel, so you won't have to go back and tell them, so then you won't go back and tell them, so then they won't know about time travel. It's called a paradox. This is why you could, right, like, okay, time moving on. <laughs> moving on, moving on, moving on. But yeah, so I did like the fact that all he had to do was go back in time and not mess with Thanos, and Thanos would have been a good little boy. He's the one that turned Thanos into the murdering machine that he is. It's 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 a really cool thing to think about. That didn't click with me, but now that you said it, it has clicked, and I'm like, yeah, I like this story a little bit more now because of that. So that kind of makes the cosmic ghostwriter as the most kind of like, what's the word? Influential. Like, influential kind of the most important <laughs> cog in the entire Marvel 
not even like the MCU, but you know, let's say Jim started Angels Infinity Gauntlet story, it's all down to, to Frank Castle. Well, Odin, he should have just left him in Valhalla. <laughs> Can I also share my love for this character at the time when Endgame came out? Because I remember, and this was never going to happen, but I was like one of those fans really hoping for this to happen. So Frank Castle in the Punisher series and Netflix, I wanted him to be like carted into like a like surgery, bleeding out or something like this. And then the snap happens. And as he's bleeding out, all his doctors turn to dust. Ooh. And he's like then like found vengeance on this, you know, <laughs> on this, uh, whoever's done this type thing. And he also yeah. dies, he bleeds out. Becomes Cosmic Ghost Rider and then appears in Endgame just to get Thanos. I, I, there's a small part of me that was thinking that was going to happen. But I will say oh. that. I would have loved that. So, so who would win then? Cosmic Ghost Rider or Squirrel Girl? Squirrel Girl. She's unbeatable. She's unbeatable, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, lo- you... I love uh, Cable's Lost Son's comment. Is he being sarcastic? Ritter does a really good job at not showing Thanos violence. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Did we read the same book? <laughs> he shows him a lot of violence. He just tries to get him to not look. <laughs> yeah, yeah. don't then... look. I'm going to kill everybody. Yeah. Just okay, look I'll look. I'll look. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, can, you, can you explain uh, one Ghost Rider thing for me? Um, the penance stare. Yeah. Um, I think I understand what that is. But then, at the end of this book, he just did penance to kind of destroy Thanos. What is, what does that do? That and and why is it different to penance stare? Um, pass. Penance. I mean, I, stare I'm not. Self. <laughs> Go on. So I'm not completely all fave of the Ghost Rider, but obviously the penance stare is he shows the the person every thing he's ever done to the point where they feel it themselves. They they yeah. you know. So they obviously have a lot of regret and remorse and whatever else. But in Thanos wins, actually, he Thanos makes the cosmic ghost sort of give him a penister every morning for breakfast. Yeah, yeah. Like he enjoys it. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. Yeah. So that's obviously why at the end of this book he decides that's not a penance there. It's penance. So I don't know if that's like a, you know, a penance is religious punishment. Thing. Yeah, well, penance so, is punishment. So oh, yeah. instead of self-punishing by feeling everything that you've done to others, he projects it at you. So he's the one punishing you instead of yourself. Right. Okay. Cool. And since, that's since he's thing, the punisher who can dish out punishment. And that's another thing with um, the timelines. This Thanos is now dead. So it kind of erases that part entirely, and now we go back to maybe Thanos. It's definitely a lot to think about. This this seemed to be a really simple book when we all just initially read it, and now we're talking about it more and more. And then we're all we're, we're all just a bit like, ah, okay, yeah, it's, maybe it's good it's good. maybe a bit more did actually happen, or maybe there is some more ramifications. And I like think we're just looking too deep into this absolutely ridiculous romp of a ride. <laughs> <laughs> we're finding meaning where there is none. Uh, Dominic has arrived on time this week. Oh, no, he hasn't. Dominic <laughs> Book Report has failed this week, but thanks for joining us. And uh, be sure to watch the rewind and read this book. It's fantastic. Uh, Tom Nagaman is saying Nicholas Cage should be Cosmic Ghost Rider of the MCU, not the Penance Stare. And Connie, uh, the funniest thing 
is he tells the watcher to not let the baby watch, and the watcher's just like, meh. <laughs> yeah. He only watches, that's all he does. He's yeah, I don't know how to not watch. How does one do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, so anything we want to Because when he shows up, when the watcher shows up, and Thanos goes, big head baby. <laughs> yeah. And he turns around, he's like, what? Oh, it's you. He's like, big head baby. <laughs> one, one other thing I want to bring up, actually, which was hilarious that we haven't touched on. So Galactus plays a big part in this, obviously. Yeah. And whenever Cable's coming back and forth in this, from his, his timeline, he slides by one, which he says that's he can go back to his, his timeline, 20 years, research how to beat him and come back and do it again. And at this point, this is where he gets Galactus with the Pym Particles. And you have little itty-bitty Galactus. Yeah. And he then fires him like a cannon and shoots him off in, into the cosmos somewhere. It's that hilarious. was brilliant. It was a really took him 20 years to get some pin particles. Well, well re- research as well. You had to, you know. There's not a book I did, about the Cosmic Ghost Rider, I suppose. I kind of thought he was going to eat him. The way he was holding him, sort of like by the scruff of the neck, I thought he should go. <laughs> <laughs> but what a, what a way to defeat Galactus. Like, it's like, has no one thought of this before? Just use pin particles, make him really small, and stand on him. Yeah. Done. Yep. And um, so does that mean that that planet's saved? Because he went there to eat it, so sh- or did he just come back when he got embiggened and embiggened <laughs> <it> later on? <laughs> uh, Andy from Perpetual Comics has been on Google and went to the Marvel database. The penance stare is inducing self mortification by imposing negative actions, behavior, and sensation sins to the pain of others, and that individual has ever committed in their lifetime. Straight nice. from the Marvel database. Sounds deep, man. So the more bad things you do, the worse at the pen and stare effect you. Exactly, unless you're Thanos, where you enjoy it, yeah, and have it for breakfast every day. Great. So, shall we? You know, we've got still a lot to do here this evening. So, shall we move on with final thoughts and scores? Yeah, hundred percent. Scott, do you want to take it away? Yeah, of course. Well, just add, folks, if you had read along this week, let us know your score in the comments. We will take note of that. Add them up, do a little kind of sum of numbers and things. Add them to our sum of numbers, and we'll come up with an overall average. How's that sound? So, if you read along. So, sounds all right. But you're scoring the it comments. Sounds like something we do every time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is it new? Sounds familiar. <laughs> I've just thought of it. I'm a math- mathematician. Okay. Well, all right. Well, here I go. Um, this was, yeah, like Shane has said, a bit of a fun. Uh, nonsensical read. Uh, it it is just a good laugh, and you know it's it's a really good introduction to the character for me. Uh, I know you've said uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider comes up in Thanos Wins and uh, other stories as well, and yeah, I, I I really enjoyed it, and I would be happy to either read more or read stuff with him appearing in it. Uh, I did like the art. I am a I am a fan of. That kind of Daniel Warren Johnson style. Uh, it seemed it's like scratchy but clean. I don't know how to explain it, but and you know the colors were really nice and vibrant as well. And yeah, I think I think I just in, there was nothing about the art that I didn't enjoy. Um, story was cool. Uh, I've said before I love time travel, uh, so you know that's always a big tick in my book. 
and you know but i'm never going to change my mind about it phil uh, i'm just going to always stick to loving time travel and um you know just just seeing you know baby thanos and just learning that you know thanos becomes thanos because of cosmic ghost rider and you know how it all just comes full circle but then the fact that you know this story is very self-contained you know like you know it starts with him trying to kill baby thanos and then it ends with him taking baby thanos back and kind of shutting that timeline down so it is a very self-contained story and for me that's actually probably a bit of a negative because i do like to see how things like this impact uh in the future and other stories as well so taking all of that into into consideration i'm gonna go ahead and i'm gonna give it a 7.5 Nice, nice, nice. Shin. So, I did write on my notes my final thoughts. I have, I have four words that describe this book, and I've got stupid, nonsense, pointless, fun. You've got it's stupid because it's just slapstick from start to finish, which I actually enjoy. I'm not going to lie. Nonsense, time travel. So it's got to be nonsense, isn't it? Pointless, because he goes back and just puts everything back to the way it was beforehand, so none of it means anything but super fun to just watch this character who I haven't read anything about. I mean, I know Punisher, I know Ghost Rider, and I know Silver Surfer, but not as one. It's, it's just so much fun. I, I I forgive the art when the story is like this, when I'm having fun reading it, when I don't want to stop reading, and I just sit there and read the book from start to finish, I can forgive the art for the most part. Not fully like it's, it's getting points taken off because the art is atrocious but i can forgive it i can carry on reading <laughs> but overall this is so much fun and um, unlike scott i do enjoy a book that has a start middle and an end and doesn't expect me to read another fifty thousand issues you know i di- i wasn't lost i got everything i needed from the first few pages and at the end i was satisfied that i had read a complete story the Thanos bit at the end is tacked on and I felt like that really didn't need to be there. I was quite happy with just the five issues. So um, I have changed my score. Initially, mm. I was going to give it a seven, but I'm going to go up to a 7.5 because I really did enjoy it. I love when Shane scores a Marvel <laughs> book relatively high. I just uh, feel all warm and gooey inside. And uh, to be fair, That's before fun. I give my score, we will touch on that Thanos legacy. It's too late to amend your scores now, but it was kind of pointless in this book. It obviously did have its place in the, the trade paperback, but we never touched on it. So that seemed kind of unimportant, I suppose, to the, yeah. the, the overall story. But oh well, can't change our scores now. I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> so <laughs> locked in. <laughs> locked in. <laughs> so yeah, um, I loved this when I first read it. Um, I loved it when I've read it again, and this is the third time I've read it. I love it. Um, there is an element that I think you will take more out of this, having read Thanos wins. I definitely think that. Um, but in its own story, as Scott had mentioned, it's a start, or sorry, Shane meant a start, middle, and an end, and that's great. I do have one gripe about what Scott said, having not had any implications of the wider universe. We've discussed this. Thanos is as Thanos because of the Cosmic Ghost Rider. Yeah, but that's it, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of a yeah, big but, thing. Yeah, but it's, 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 nothing has changed. He's, he's always been like this in all the stories and whatever. You can and now I, just read all the stories. But now and go, we know it's yeah. because of Frank Castle. Yeah, we are getting yeah, a snippet of history, the biggest part of history, on the biggest, most 
something mm. has changed. We know that Thanos was not meant to be like this. He was meant to be a good boy. Yeah, and Frank yeah. Castle ruined him. Thanos, <laughs> so Thanos just loved his, his mummy. It's all you know. That's the thing. It's all Thanos's mum and you know, yeah. Where's my mum? And what's because Frank Castle took you away from her. So overall, I mean the art. I mean I, I did get Daniel Warren Johnson vibes, and I love Daniel Warren Johnson's art. Um, I do have a same kind of great machine with the faces and some of the kind of like lankiness of some of the characters, but it didn't take it away from me in terms of I don't like it, it fit the aesthetic almost of the art of the story. And it is just it's balls to the wall fun, like punching baby Thanos in the face <laughs> when you when you don't want to shoot him is in the head is just that's that's just bonkers. But hilarious at the same time and i loved it um my score may seem quite high but i don't have too much or any bad things to really say about this to be brutally honest so i'm gonna go with a nine nine out of ten. i love it it's the third time i've read it and i'll read it again and i just love the story love the character but i'm glad with the character they stopped like they've done a few books but they're not going to like milk him for everything he's got and make him irrelevant and boring. They're keeping him as he is, and he'll make a comeback at one point, I'm sure. And hopefully, Donny Cates does it. But this is the book that, whenever it's coming out in weekly release or monthly releases, I had just started collecting single issues, and it's one of the books that kept me collecting single issues. Like when I wasn't sure if I wanted to do this type thing, this is the book I collected and loved it, and got me sucked in, hooked in. So yeah, nine out of ten from me okay folks i think all the scores are in uh i'm gonna go through them here so connie is going to give it an eight just give it an eight no explanation how good it was just give it an eight. uh whereas off my shelves it was a one it was a one sitting fun read for me he gives it an eight and uh yeah fun and he has given a cosmic seven Ooh, is that any different to a regular seven? Yeah, it's got it's seven powers. in <laughs> space. It travels in time and then comes back again like it's never happened. Yeah, and it has no implication to the future of anything. <laughs> uh, Cable's Lost Son, a nine for me. Fun, easy to read, and love the characters. And Blue Sonic, who also has the omnibus like myself. Uh, I really enjoy this. I read it a couple of years ago, and the story has stuck with me since then. I liked it that much. I picked up the omnibus, and it's 8.5 from him so i think that's that's all we have so with connie's eight chris's eight andy seven uh cable lost sons nine and blue sonics 8.5 that gives a herd of or the herd's fierce average of 8.1 so add that to my nine scott 7.5 and shane's 7.5 give us gives us an overall average of eight out of oh, ten wow. yeah nice I'm so happy. I was so worried about this book. <laughs> really worried. So, Did you think we were going to rip into it? I thought you. I thought you would. To be honest, because like you, you're anti-Marvel bias. But, uh, I'm no. I'm anti-bad comic books. I'm not anti-Marvel. <laughs> so, folks, why why don't we talk amongst ourselves for a few minutes? This is your time now to to get your choices in to what we're going to read next week, and uh, we'll do a little spinny wheel thing. And if you're Book gets picked, we will then send you some swag. Shane's got a model for us, and so Scott. I may as well join in too. <laughs> so, yeah, 
Get your choices in. Let us know what we're reading next week. Whatever you want. Horror, romance. You know, Remember, it's you my birthday next Wednesday. Like It's actually birthday my birthday book. on Wednesday. So please let me talk about something good on my birthday. <laughs> yeah. Harley, Harley Quinn related. What, whatever Marvel it is. Yeah. <laughs> Secret Wars 3. <laughs> Thanos wins. That'll be good. But yeah, keep your choices in. And we'll just talk amongst ourselves for a minute. See how, you know, higher things. Good, great book. I was right about this book because with it being Marvel, with it being a kind of playing Deadpool, this is why I was worried about Shane, because he obviously was a Deadpool fan, that you wouldn't accept this as a <laughs> as a good book. But then there was part of me a few months back whenever I picked this, Shane did say that you were worried about this yourself, about enjoying this book. And I knew straight from the end, because you're, you're always one of those ones that if you have high expectations and the book doesn't deliver, you'll yeah. mark it down. Where I thought he has no expectations how good this is going to be. <laughs> There's only one way this is going to go. Yeah, Same so way I went in completely blind, had no idea about the character. And that's why I enjoyed it so much, I suppose. Yeah. But never know, I might really enjoy like the prequel story. I might like the darker, more serious tone to him. Uh, he no, he doesn't have a darker... He has the same kind of slapstick humour, but it's just the story overall. Um, uh, for Thanos wins is a bit more serious, but still quite—I mean, quite brilliant. I mean, I want to see that as a movie. You got young Thanos, you got King Thanos, you got the Silver Surfer, you got Cosmic Ghost Rider. Brilliant, brilliant. Well, I mean, if it's only like one more story with him in, I might give it a go. If he's not like overused, we'll do it. We'll, yeah. we'll do it one week. Before we uh, spin the wheel, can we see where the book has come on the leaderboard? Oh, sure. <laughs> I'm not the most professional of hosts, of course. So on the leaderboard, which we're going to show the top ten, it's going to be on the top ten, of course. <laughs> it ooh. is ooh. Ooh. fourth place. Ooh, fourth. It's knocked something is killing the children down a peg or two, <laughs> as it should do. Do I wow. do I have three books in the top five? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but that okay. is only because you purposely pick good books and I try to pick not so great books to vary Listen. the scoreboard and I pick it, books I haven't read yet so I have no idea if they're good or not <laughs> that's nice Listen, that's, we're not keeping score really who's keeping score 3 to 5 you, you, know, um, you are <laughs> you, yeah. of course I am I cannot wait to the end of the year season wrap up I know, I that top Just, 5 that's all mine just That's for right. everyone else's reference as well, here's the rest of the leaderboard as well. Oh, yes. Nameless oh. right at the bottom, where it should be. Oh, yeah, right, right, whatever. I'm sad I have one book in that bottom half. That bottom Nameless part. is the new Doctor Strange. Well, Doctor Strange oh, no, was, was third last. Oh, it was Witchblade, wasn't it? No, Secret Wars 2 was the last place oh, book. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, the gosh. Secret Wars 2 got, like, two... Did it out of ten or something along those? I, I scored it a two. Something yeah. very low. It was bad. Wow. But right. Yeah. Uh, Are we I good to go? We, you think? Think we yeah. could? I'm good. Got to some go, good choices there. Yeah. Yep. So I'll just go through them for the folks listening and watching at home. Um, Chris from off my shelves has picked Akira. I will get manga on this club. And <laughs> to be fair, I, I would look forward to Akira. Uh, is it's it left the Nerd right? Comic Book Club and not the Nerd Herd Manga Book Club? <laughs> they are comics. They're just different ones. Uh, Connie has picked Hotel Volume 1. Um, oh, good. I, John I haven't read it, but I've heard, heard a lot of good 
lot of good things about that. Uh, Tottenham Gaming has picked Astonishing X Men Dangerous. Oh, we've not, not had sure. an X Men book. Ah. Yes, we have House of M. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> not, not had a decent X Men book. Maybe we still won't at this point. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, Bethany has chosen Self Storage. <laughs> uh, maybe this could be the 2015 lucky. Who knows? Uh, she picks <laughs> this every week. Um, Oh, I've lost myself here. Triple G Comics has picked Kingdom Come. He's oh, good picked choice. a few times now. Good choice. Uh, Liam himself has gone with Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Volume 1. Nice. Oh, another good choice. They really did listen because it's my birthday. <laughs> Highland G has said it's a bird. I'm assuming it's a book. or not just a game he's playing. I look out his window or something. It's a bird. So I assume it's a book. Yeah. Uh, Blue Sonic has picked Radiant Black Volume 1. Nice. And Cable's Lost Son has picked Onslaught. Great. So they okay. all in a little spinny wheel. They are there, ready Scott. to go. Do you want to take control and do, do your thing? Okie dokie. So let's go ahead and spin the wheel. Oh, actually, should I shuffle it a few times? One, two, three, four, five. Okay, let's go again. Slide right. one, luck. slide 10, slide 20. <laughs> good luck, everyone. Here we go. Spin, 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 spin. Something good, something good. Oh, Beth. <gasps> Ooh. Ooh. There we go. So, Cable's Lost Son, you have won the Hood's Choice. If you go ahead and send us your address, we will uh, gladly send you some Hood Hood swag. Congratulations. And you also have the option of joining us on next week's show if you'd so wish to talk about the book you have chosen. So, yeah. there we go. Another birthday wishes are mandatory. Because <laughs> <laughs> that uh, cable's lost son has only just found us recently. I know you found and us. And now he's going to potentially appear on the show. Fantastic! You don't have to. No pressure, of course. But uh, we will be reading on slot, regardless. So thanks very much for that pick. Um, I think the only thing I kind of want to talk about before we end, end the show is kind of give a. Uh, as we used to do, we used to do old school community shout outs. Remember that? And uh, I want to give some um, out uh, today. And the first one being, I couldn't find a link for the live show for tomorrow, but this is the link to Geeky Guy Comics uh, YouTube channel. They do a live every Thursday around 9 p.m. Uh, called the Killer Comic Show. You've got Andy, who's in the chat tonight, Charlie, and Tom. Uh, and they. Um, talk about comics out the previous week and what to look at for going forward and that's there a link hopefully if it sends it's not sending is a link to their channel so check them guys out scott i think you have a shout out as well i do have a shout out so uh some of you might know i appeared on this week in metropolis last night it was a really good really good laugh uh speaking with james and matt finally because these two guys managed to get on their show quite a while ago and i couldn't Monster make go. it so it was, uh, so it was, it was time that I I appeared. So I was really happy with that. So I uh, am linking their Instagram page because they are a podcast, and you can find all of their links uh, on there as well. So they're on they're on YouTube and they're on all of the podcast networks as well. So yeah, go ahead and check them out as well. So folks, that's us. Thanks everyone for watching us live. Thanks everyone for listening to the podcast or watching the replay. Um, we will see you next week where we will read an onslaught. Um, and uh, look forward to it. Hopefully, it's good. Just one last thing to do. What could that be? 
Um, it has five of these, five wee digits. Get your waves out. Hey. See you, everyone. Thank you for joining. Bye. Bye.